speed limit change on US-1 south of the Virginia Beltway. I'm Christy King. Suspended in June, now an assistant police chief is out in Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. The Nats lose, the Orioles win, and we'll have more from Commander's Training Camp. It is 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. One of the masterminds of the 9-11 attacks is dead. Correspondent Natalie Brand has details. President Biden says Osama bin Laden's right-hand man was killed by a drone strike in Afghanistan. Ayman al-Zawahiri was a key architect for the September 11th terrorist attacks. He took over al-Qaeda after bin Laden's death in 2011. The president says al-Zawahiri was targeted while he was standing on a balcony at a home in downtown Kabul where his family was hiding. With al-Zawahiri's death, all of the terrorists who attacked the U.S. on 9-11 have now been killed or captured. The death toll up to 37 after last week's historic flooding in Kentucky. Among the victims, four young siblings swept away from their parents. Governor Bashir says hundreds of people are still unaccounted for. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels is in Whitesburg. Authorities say it could take weeks to find all the missing and recover their bodies. There are hundreds of unaccounted for people minimum. I can see her face. Dramatic footage shows the moment 98-year-old grandmother May Ambergy was rescued by neighbors. Overnight storms have hit some areas still dealing with catastrophic damage there. At least two people are dead, many still unaccounted for in Northern California after the McKinney fire tore through a neighborhood near the Oregon border. It's now burned an area larger than the city of Seattle. Lightning storms, extreme heat and dry brush are feeding the flames. California Governor Newsom's declared a state of emergency over the spread of monkeypox. Michael Danyo is an ER doctor in Burbank. The issue has always been how quickly we can get the resources, testing, vaccines, treatment that we need in the ER to contain this. The issue of abortion looms large as five states hold primaries today. Kansans will decide on whether to change the state constitution to allow the legislature to outlaw abortion. White House spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre says today's vote could lead to another state eliminating the right to choose uh, and eviscerating access to health care. In Michigan, Republicans are deciding a proxy battle between former President Trump and his former vice president. Mike Pence in the Republican race for governor there. China warning the U.S. will pay the price if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visits Taiwan. CBS's Adam Yamaguchi is there. The U.S. is bound by law to help Taiwan get the weapons it needs to defend itself. And the American military is now moving assets, including an aircraft carrier, in closer proximity to the island. Pelosi landed in Malaysia this morning. S&P futures down 28. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 5.03 Tuesday morning, the second day of August. It'll be hot and humid with an isolated shower possible. Highs in the low 90s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen, along with John Aaron, and here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. A half dozen people were hit by gunfire in a northeast D.C. shooting last night. One person was killed, and the city's police chief is sharing his frustration. 
The victim who died was one of six men shot over at the Aziz Bates property along F Street. We have no idea why the shots were fired at this point. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. We're uh, really looking to the community at this point for information related to what happened here and why this occurred. It's the latest in a string of shootings in the district over the last few days. I'm saddened because I know of all of the investments that the city has made, yet it seems like we have people who are in our communities who just have lost their sense of humanity, and that really sad. Me. Anyone with information about the shooting should contact D.C. Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. The recent series of shootings was the focus of a town hall meeting at the RISE Demonstration Center in Southeast last night. Community members, leaders, mystics and wizards players joined those impacted by gun violence in D.C., all looking for collaborative and impactful solutions for survivors and their families and ways to prevent violence. This is a partnership between the Alliance for Safety and Justice and the NBA Social Justice uh, Coalition. As Watt Thomas with the Alliance for Safety and Justice, Waris Majid, co-founder of Yay Me, says gun violence is a symptom of another issue. Gun violence is just destroying something that you don't value. And I believe that if we value our sisters, we value our brothers, even our community, it's hard to destroy what you value. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A little boy and his father are missing after they went underwater while swimming in the Potomac River in Charles County. They were part of a family of five that was trying to swim from the shore to an anchored boat last evening, just south of the 301 bridge near Swan Point. NBC4 reports when the family ran into trouble, a good Samaritan on another boat helped three of them get out of the water. The father was trying to help the boy when they both went under. A search is ongoing. Well, you may have to slow down if you take U.S. 1 south of the Beltway. The way studies, plans, reports, public comment periods, and official recommendations are progressing now, the change could be coming in early 2023. The speed limit on U.S. 1 south of the Beltway could be slowing from 45 to 35 miles an hour nearly to Fort Belvoir. Virginia's Department of Transportation studied the speed limit and five years of data on crashes with the goal of enhancing safety and making the stretch more friendly to walkers, cyclists, and bus riders in Northern Virginia. Christy King, WTOP News. An assistant police chief was hired in Montgomery County in June of 2021. One year later, he was suspended, and now he's out. Carmen Fasciolo, a civilian who was appointed assistant police chief with the Montgomery County Police Department last year, had been suspended since June. Monday afternoon, Montgomery County Police spokesperson Shira Goff said Fasciolo no longer works for the county and referred questions to County Executive Mark Elrich's office. Scott Peterson with the County Executive's office offered no further details. When asked about reports that Fasciolo had violated department policy in June, Elrich gave no specifics and said he was barred by law from commenting since it was a personnel issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up, the heat index is set to soon soar past 100 degrees again. It's 507. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer here. We know you're always on the go. I'll help you plan for the next few hours and even the next 10 days. Weekdays on News 4 at 4, 5, 6, and 11. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Chuck Bell. Weekday mornings from 4 to 7, I'm tracking storms, extreme heat, and any changes that could slow you down. And get the NBC Washington app for weather alerts and live radar 24-7. Because the most important part of our forecast is you. Storm Team 4 is working for you. We are the bridge between people and services. Closing the gaps between those who offer support and those who need it. We believe in the promise of technology to drive insights that have the potential to change lives. 
We apply deep domain expertise, transforming government programs to become more responsive, flexible, and secure. We are Maximus, moving people forward. It's 5.08. Get a precision AC tune-up for only 